I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. are back here on the Heart and Hustle podcast. It's been a minute, but we're here ready for another edition. Nick Grunowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. If you're listening for the first time, of course, you can catch us weekdays ESPN 580 Orlando FM 96.5 HD2. Of course, from 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. All over the Magic's win last night in D.C. I know it's not much of a win. You beat the Wizards, but Evan Fournier looking very good. We'll be all over that. The play of Markel Fultz. Jonathan Isaac not just turning into an all-defensive team player, but a defensive player of the year candidate. Thanks for joining us once again. If you are listening for the first time, you can follow Scotty on Twitter at Inez Says, A-N-E-Z-S-E-Z, and you can follow me at espn 580 Nick. Uh, we are taping this on a when it's Wednesday, right? Yes, it is. It's Wednesday. It is we- I can't okay. confirm it is Wednesday, okay. Nicky Football. Well, I mean, you showed up for a meeting a week early, so I'm not <laughs> sure which one I'm not sure which one of us is more mixed up in what day it is, but should I tell a story first? Yeah, real quick, before we got this pod it, set, you you told me, hey, we gotta wait. I have a meeting yeah. at one o'clock. Yeah. We're taping this at 1:30 right now on a Wednesday. Uh, and you came back eight minutes later. It's so me. It really is. So I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for my meeting. I get off the air at one o'clock, and I and I go I go into one of the many meeting rooms here at Cox Media Group. There's always a meeting going on here. You can always count on a meeting going on here. So I walk into this meeting, and I don't look. I I I, I did this years ago. It's with a, pr- a prospective client for an endorsement. So I don't know what they look hey, like. At so least I, they sell those for you. I, exactly. <laughs> So I go in and sit down, and they, they knew who I was, which was very nice. And we talked about the baseball push, and we talked about the magic, and the old days, and this and that. So I sit down, and after 10 minutes, I, I yep. look at the salesperson next to me, and I go, am I supposed to be in this meeting? He looks at me and goes, no. uh-uh. <laughs> that information would have been nice, I don't know, <laughs> 20 minutes ago? And then I look at my calendar, and it's actually a meeting schedule for next week. So that, it, it's just so me. I'm ju- I'm, sometimes I'm just a moron. I need an administrative assistant. That's what I need, Nikki Football. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I play that role here from time <laughs> to time. But let's, uh, let's get to the Magic, who did not need much assistance in beating yeah. the Washington Wizards last night. Uh, if you watch the game, you know Orlando beat Washington 127-120. And, of course, as we're taping this, they play the Phoenix Suns tonight yeah. um, here at the Amway Center. Uh, Evan Fournier once again had another fantastic game. Fournier goes for 31 points. Now, on on the plus mi- – by the way, when you look at the plus-minus side of things, I'm not sure if you had time to look at this. I did not. It was the magic bench that really was the difference in this game. Your bench got 24 points from DJ Augustine, 14 points from Terrence Ross, and Mo Bamba was a plus 13, four points and eight rebounds. Yeah. Your bench, everyone was in the positive of the plus-minus – 
and all but one guy, and that would be Jonathan Isaac, was not a negative in the starting rotation. So, listen, sometimes the plus-minus is weird. If you Mm -hmm. take it by one game, it's nothing, but over the course of a season, it's something. But the bench really showed up, and last night you saw DJ Augustine really lead the way along with Evan Fournier, who had 31. Well, DJ had, what, 16 points, 16 of his season-high 24 in the fourth quarter, and we needed all of those points after Washington came out the start of the third quarter, hit their first eight shots and really made a game of it. The Magic pull away late. Thanks to DJ. Thanks to Evan Fournier. Thanks to Markel Fultz as well. Fultz with a career-high 20 points, six assists last night, really in his hometown. He's from Baltimore. They played in, in D.C. What up, DMV? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, Evan Fournier, 31 points last night. His second straight 30-point game. His third in the last four. And when I ask you this question, Nick, who is the most beleaguered, at least on social media, who is the most beleaguered Orlando Magic player other than Mo Bamba? I, I put Evan Fournier right up there, and I've, I've, I've participated in uh, that. And I too. have too. I have too. But the bottom line is he's playing the best basketball of his career right now. The way he's shooting the ball last night, he was outstanding. He hit six threes last night. I mean, he's just been, without Nick Vucevic, he has been terrific. He had a career-high 32 in the win over Golden State on Sunday night. Had a huge bucket late going toe-to-toe against one of the best defenders in the game in Draymond Green the other night. Yeah, went right by Draymond. That didn't look like the the real Draymond Green there, but I was surprised to see that. Isn't it amazing, and I know this is a, 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 a tangent, but isn't it amazing how inconsequential Draymond Green is on a team that has nobody. I mean, I, I get it. He's so important to that team. He's a glue type of guy. But it's it, it's amazing when you don't have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the floor how inconsequential he has become. Yeah, Draymond Green really is the crust of that pie yeah, where yeah. if the pie is not good, you right. don't notice how good That's the right. crust That's is. Exactly but right. it's, it is it is still a very main ingredient towards that pie. Hope yeah. you enjoyed your pumpkin pie, by the way. For uh, Or what do you guys normally have for Thanksgiving? Oh, we, we had chocolate cream pie. Chocolate cream pie. It doesn't right. make a whole lot of sense, but it's no. now become a, a family tradition. But Evan Fournier has been terrific. Have you, ever- seen, have you seen his numbers since? Nick Vucevic went down due to injury. Okay, so that would be the last, what, seven or eight games? Six games. Six games. Last six, okay. starting with the game against Indiana because uh, he got hurt, right? He got hurt uh, in Toronto. Yeah. So the last six games uh, against Indy, Cleveland, Toronto, Golden State, Washington, and there's one other game here that I I, I can't remember which what it was. But uh, Evan Fournier is averaging 26 points per game. Mm. He's averaging three rebounds, three assists, but the shooting numbers are really something to keep in mind. 48% from the field, mm. really 40, 49, 48.6, and he's shooting 44% from three. Mm. Evan Fournier is averaging three and a half made threes per game on eight attempts. And on Tuesday night in that win over Washington, I, and I'll check the play-by-play here, but Fournier had a three from the top of the key where he's a decent shot creator. Right. But he had one where he went around his screen with the defender chasing him and popped up from the top of the key and drained it. And I had yeah. a moment watching it where I turned to my fiance and I said, is that Evan Fournier? <laughs> and then she said to me, why are we watching this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can picture Danielle saying yeah. that. Um, look, Evan Fournier, the 11th Orlando Magic player in history to score 30-plus points in back-to-back games. That says a lot. That says something. And, and it's the wow. efficiency, too. First since who? I know First you had since this. Nick Vucevic Nick last Vucevic. year. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, last year in, in 2018. 
Um, but you're looking at a different Evan Fournier. Last year, he did not shoot the ball well for whatever reason, be it Steve Clifford's new offense, be it the fact that he was likely guarding the opposing uh, team's best score each and every night. But this year, he has come out smoking. And not only is he scoring, his efficiency is way up, Nick. Because w- yeah. when you think of Evan Fournier, you don't think of No, I think it was a lot of 5 for 17 right, shooting right. performances last night. He was 11 night. of 18 last night yeah. and 6 of 8 from 3. And that's really what you need from him because you can't have any wasted possessions with how bad this Magic team has been offensively. And by the way, the Magic did get to 113 points. We talked about that on ESPN 5. Yeah, the Wizards did. had not allowed yeah. less than 113 points in a game. The Magic got there, uh, and they they needed a big fourth-quarter performance from Evan Fournier and, and DJ, DJ Augustine. Augustine. No doubt about it. Markel Fultz was terrific as well. But, I, again, can't say enough about Evan Fournier. I know he's beleaguered on social media, but even you folks have to give it up to Fournier with what he's done. I mean, you went over the last six games, 26, 17, 30, 19, 32 points, 31 points. Um, heck, I mean, he, he's shooting it well from three. He's shooting it well from the free throw. He's shooting like 86% from the free throw line this year. And let's not forget about the defense that this guy is 84. playing this year. 84? Okay. 84%. So so I think the message is get off his back. <laughs> he's, he is having a career year once again uh, for Orlando where his career number in free throw shooting percentage is actually 80%. He's a better free throw shooter than I thought he was. Uh, he's averaging a career high in points, 19.8 points. Uh, he's above his career averages in rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, three-point shooting percentage. What do you think Evan Fournier's career three-point shooting percentages as a oh, career, boy. not career, not last I'd, season? I'd go 34. He's a 37% three-point shooter mm. in his career. This year, 45% yeah. from three. He's yeah. having the kind of year, actually, right now that Nick Vucevic had last year, where yeah. Yeah. He, is, he is having an... Evan Fournier is an all-star right now. Oh, wow. Evan Wait Fournier a minute. is an all-star right now. Flag the tape, Nicky Football. I don't I don't think it's crazy by saying that. He's giving you 20 points a game, three rebounds, three assists. He's shooting 48% from the field, and he's putting his team on his back. The record may not get him the all-star bid, wow. and the two-guard spot in the Eastern Conference is very competitive. Like but what I'm it. telling you is Evan Fournier is playing at an all-star level right now. Go out on that limb, Nick. I love it. I'm, I'm not going there yet. Okay, I'm not, I'm not go- I don't have the gumption that Nikki football does right now, but I will say this. Evan Fournier is playing the best basketball of his career. He has been the best player on this team so far this season. And we talk about this team just trying to hold their head above water as Nick Vucevic works himself back into the lineup, hopefully in the next two weeks. Well, you're 9 and 11 right now. You're surviving. You've won two straight games. You beat Golden State, and people say, well, it's just Golden State. That that win over Golden State had loss all over it in the fourth quarter on Sunday That's night. the thing. It's not a must-win, but it's a please-don't-lose type exactly. of game. Where if they lose that game and then you're you're heading to Washington, it's like, man, like it, yep. at that point in time, how many games in a row would they have? It, it's it's you win that game. You're going that south in a hurry. You've lost four or five at that point in time. You're like, man, things are not going well. And then you probably get got by Washington. It's all about survival mode right now for the Orlando Magic, and they are doing just that without their best player, Nick Vucevic. It's kind of like Bear Grylls in the wilderness. You know what I mean? Swiss Army knife. That's all he has in the wilderness, and and the Magic are out there. They're just fighting through. They're eating bugs. They're, they're, They're eating 
you know, plants doing anything they can to survive. That's what they're doing right now. The magic are Bear grills right now. They're Trapping just surviving. Fish. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, I mean, even Michael Carter-Williams last night, he comes back from the hip, hip injury after, what, yeah. six, six, six games. games of being out, and all of a sudden, what happens to MCW yet again last night? And we saw it in the playoffs last oh, year. Oh, the, the nose injury. I missed this live. Oh, what happened? See? Oh, the, uh, well. I missed it live. It was a. It should have been a flagrant too. Here's the thing. Like he always has his. He always. He, 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 he gets on people's nerves. You can blame him as nerves. much as anybody else. No, you cannot. He's just playing good, hard defense. But Bradley Beal, Michael Carter-Williams stole the ball from Bradley Beal. And Beal, uh, as he was you know, kind of headed down to the floor. He kind of backhanded MCW right in the nose. And on Fox Sports Florida, they showed a shot of MCW's nose just gushing. (laughs) I mean, it it was absolutely gushing blood, and that's when he went to the locker room. But that kind of stuff has a tendency to happen to Michael Carter-Williams. It happened against Kyle Lowry in the playoffs when Lowry got a little ticked off at MCW's defense. Right. And the same thing happened last night with Bradley Beal. I think that should have been a flagrant two foul. But but MCW comes back, and then he goes back to the locker room. So right now, it's it's all about survival for the Orlando Magic, and they're doing more than that. They're, they're playing really well. And keep in mind now, look at the schedule here coming up. You got Phoenix tonight. Yes. Winnable game, even though it's the tail end of a to back-to-back. To get to 10 and 11, yeah. This right. is the game that, that is going to be played tonight, uh, as we're taping this on a Wednesday, is kind of a pivotal game. You're right, because it is the second game of back-to-back. Normally, you and I would look at this game and say schedule loss, and Phoenix is better this year Phoenix than they have better. been in the past. No doubt, no doubt. Got but DeAndre you- Ayton. Oh, no, I'm sorry. DeAndre Ayton is, uh, is suspended. I'm sorry. Yeah. You've got Devin Booker. I don't know why I said right. Ayton there. You've got Devin Booker coming in who can score the basketball. No doubt. He's very good. No doubt. So you've got Phoenix tonight, and then you go to Cleveland on Friday. You go to Milwaukee on oh, Monday. No. Okay, okay, but 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 then you have the Lakers, and then you have Houston to close out um, your uh, your homestand, and then you go out west for four straight, Ugh. beginning with New Orleans. So yeah. it'd be great. You got to get Phoenix and Cleveland you here because got- going Milwaukee, L.A., yeah. Houston has right. three losses in a row right. written all big, over it. Big big games coming up for this Nick Vucevicless Magic team. So if you can just wow. again hang your head right around that five hundred mark with that schedule coming up, and hopefully Vuce is back by December 15th when you start that Western road trip in New Orleans. Yeah, by the way, I would like to say thank you to Michael Carter-Williams for coming back because that meant Josh Majette went to the Lakeland Magic. <laughs> and Josh Majette, shout out to number four, who, by the way, was number four on SportsCenter's top ten last night. For was his... your call on, too? No, well, no, I didn't call it yesterday oh, because right. they played that's yesterday. Right. Yeah, I was in the office with you. That's we were watching right. yeah, it. I, I, you're, Majette you're... had a crossover step back. They broke the guy's ankles yeah. and drained a three. Yeah. And uh, Lakeland won by one. He made a three with 5.7 seconds to go. That is all the Lakeland Magic coverage you need right now. Don't worry. Uh, we will have uh, as much Lakeland Magic coverage as I can get into this as possible. Let's get. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. To Mark Hill Fultz, yeah. uh, who had a career-high 20 uh, points last night. At uh, home, in the by win. the way. At home there in D.C. Yeah, I, I, I got to say, uh, I talked about this on ESPN 580 
on Tuesday before Fultz put up the 20. Uh, I said on this podcast, and I said on ESPN 580 multiple times, that the magic putting Markel Fultz into the starting lineup, it reeked of a panic move to me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Steve Clifford and Jeff Weltman, John Hammond, panicking a bit with the team struggling. Um, And I will put it this way. I I did not expect that Markel Fultz was ready to perform at this level. And I don't know if anybody knew he would play at this level this early. And I thought you were giving him too much too early. That has proven to be completely wrong. He's a player, man. He is. In 20 games, by the way, this is the first time in his NBA career he has played 20 games in a regular season. Yep. 20 games because he played 19 last year in Philly, 14 in Philly in 2017-2018. He is averaging 12 points. He's averaging 2.5 rebounds, 4 assists, and he's shooting 50% from the floor. Yep. Um, I won't give you the three-point number because it's... We don't have to worry about it, no, that. No, we don't right have to worry now. about it, even though it's 21%. But he's shooting 50% from the floor, and the guy just seems to find a way to get to the rim, and he distributes well. Yeah. His ball-handling skills... It's outstanding. They're, they're nasty, outstanding. bro. And his defense is good, too. If, if you're a Magic fan, you have to love what you're seeing out of Mark L. Fultz. And I think we tend to get lost inside a long marathon-like NBA season. We tend to lose a little bit of perspective here. But I think in Markel Fultz's standpoint, I think we need to gain that perspective. Because here, like you said, he plays in his 20th game last night in Washington. Had not played in 20 games in his NBA career in his first two years there in Philadelphia because of what was going on with his shoulder. Um, It's remarkable what we've seen from this kid in terms of his physical abilities, and his mental and emotional abilities as well. We didn't know where this kid's head was coming into this season, and now we know. I mean, this kid is as mentally tough as I've ever seen an NBA player knowing what he's gone through over the last few years. Yeah, and over his last eight games, Markel Fultz is averaging 15.5 points and five assists and shooting 54% from the floor, and he's... He's he's a much better finisher than I thought he was. Better finisher, I, mid-range shooter too, yeah, man. Yeah, that that is. You, you, you said at the beginning mid-range. of the year you're not worried about the mid-range jumper. I was, and he's proven to be able to knock down some of those shots. He had a turnaround jumper last night. Yep. Uh, what second, third quarter or so? I forget who it was over. Is that, but, a, is that from the baseline? Yeah, it was that, baseline yeah. left, baseline left turnaround jumper, yeah. and just bagged it. And I thought, yeah. I thought for a minute, I didn't know who it was. I was like, was that DJ Oxing? Yeah. It wasn't. It was Markel Fultz. Yeah. Uh, he's showing a lot of proficiency with that shot that we had not seen before. Yeah, no, I I love the way that shot goes up. It goes up soft. Now, can we work with that mechanically in the next few years? Absolutely. But I can work with the way he's shooting that jump shot right now. I'm not worried about the three-point shot. That will come in due time. That shot goes up soft. I absolutely love it. So, look, I mean, you know, remember the minutes restriction that we were talking about early on in the season with Markel Fultz? I mean, I, I haven't heard an official word from the Orlando Magic, but I mean, this I don't kid think is you... playing 29, 30, 31 minutes a game, Nick. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you what? can. I don't think the team can stand for him to be on a restriction right now with some of the injuries you've had. Like you need the warm body. Uh, over his last eight, he's averaging twenty eight minutes, twenty nine minutes okay. a game. So I, I think that at some point here, when you get, we didn't get a chance to talk about the Al Farouk Aminu injury because mm-hmm. uh, it happened after our last podcast, but. I think when you get some of these guys back, when Nick Vucevic comes back, you can start to bring that down. But you look at some of the the numbers minutes over his last, uh, go from his last four or five, mm-hmm. he's in. The, he's got to be in the 30s here, right? Yeah, he's playing 30 minutes a game yeah. in his last five games. And yeah. that's just because 
he's been too good to take him off yeah, the floor. Yeah. And DJ Augustine has played very well with that second unit. Yeah. No, he and he continues to score the ball. I mean, he played well in the fourth quarter last night with his 20 points, a career high. He had eight fourth quarter points against Golden State, including a big bucket with under two and a half to play yeah. on Sunday night. Career high tying nine assists in the win over the Warriors. Look, I can't say enough about this kid. And again, we get lost during an NBA season in terms of perspective. We have to keep going back to that perspective bucket with Markel Fultz, knowing that a couple of months ago, we didn't even know he was going to show up for training camp. And here he is doing what he's doing. He goes back to the D.C. area and plays well in front of a lot of hometown fans last night. So the kid is is playing loosely. He is playing freely. Um, he's playing healthily, if you will. Let's knock on wood there. I think he's only going to get better. And I, I've said it before. I think when we look back upon this trade in two, three, four, five years, it will go down as one of the great heists in NBA history because this kid was a number one overall pick in 2017, and we gave up bumpkiss for him. Uh, yeah, you gave up Jonathan Simmons. I found this out last night, by the way. Jonathan Simmons, what were the other pieces? It was a first-round pick belonged to Oklahoma OKC, City. correct. Uh, and it was a second-round pick. Which, which translates into a second, yes, right? Yes, it's going to translate yes. into a second, yes. Yeah. Um, so, Jonathan Simmons, did you know he was out of the league? Um, last I checked, he was with Washington. They, I did they waived him, him on July 7th. Dude, for some reason, I don't know what year, happened there. he fell off the face of the planet, and, and all the athleticism that he had was gone. I was on the air last night. We were talking about Markel Fultz in the trade, and I made the same point you did. Like, it is going to come – at this point, like, you gave nothing to Philly for yep. And I said, well, I mean, Jonathan Simmons is still with Washington. And I went through, and I couldn't find his name on their roster. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, what happened? Yeah. They waved him over the summer. He's yeah. out of the league. Yeah, and if you're Philadelphia, and you're looking at the develop of uh, development. Me, the development of Markel Fultz through the first 20 games of this season, and then you're looking at your guy, Ben Simmons who hit his first three-pointer last week, by the way, and ESPN just blew up with it. Everybody acted like he won the finals. <laughs> exactly. My God. Um, Let's project out another couple of years. Would you rather? Let's play a little would you rather. Would you rather have a Ben Simmons or a Markel Fultz? Um, it, it's a tough call, mind you, but... Our guy Kevin Rafuse texted us this last week where oh, he said, he? "Well, if you would you trade Ben Simmons for Markel Fultz straight up right now? Whew. And I was like, no. I don't think uh, I would. Not not right don't now. Don't forget Simmons is on the max contract already. Not no. No, oh, oh, from a magic standpoint is that yeah. what you're talking oh, yeah, about? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, from a magic he- standpoint. Heck no. no. Heck no. But if I'm Philadelphia and I'm looking at that trade here in a couple of years, uh, I'm regretting it. I'm regretting it because because Ben Simmons, while he is a very good basketball player, can't shoot a lick. He can't shoot a lick and we talked about Markel Fultz's numbers right now. 20 games into his career basically, mm-hmm. right? Right now. And they're so much better than Ben Simmons. Now, Simmons gets a lot of shots at the rim, mind you, but his mid-range shooting is much better than Ben Simmons' shot is right now. I think I think his three, with the way he shoots the ball, I'm talking about Markel Fultz, I think his three is going to become even more deadly as he progresses on in his career. So if I'm looking at that from Philly's standpoint, I'm going, did we trade the wrong guy? Did we miss on this? And the answer, I think, will be in another couple of years, yes, we did miss on this. We got anything left? Anything else you want to get to here? Let's get tonight against Phoenix. Evan Fournier, (laughs) all-star. I love that take, man. I wish I had it. I'm not going there yet, but let's get tonight against Phoenix. Let's get the Cleveland game on Friday. Let's go to 11-11 with Milwaukee 
Lakers, Houston coming up, and then after that, let's get Vooch back. Quick uh, programming note for you. Scott Inez, Friday night, Fox Sports Florida. Yeah. Screen grab Scotty. You can tweet it to me, <laughs> at ESPN5. I had a few people do it last I know, time you I, were there. I, saw that, yeah. I was drunk in a bar laughing, <laughs> laughing so hard. I had to beg them to put the game on TV so I could, early so I right, could get, right. uh, get you on there. But Scotty will be there Friday and Monday. We will get another pod out to you, uh, TBD. But the Magic play Phoenix tonight, and we will talk to you soon. You can listen to Scotty and myself on ESPN 580. From 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock weekdays, follow Scott on Twitter at Inez Says and me at ESPN 580. Nick, until next time, go Magic! Gonna get you.